Hello, Kwekochi listeners. This is Jane reporting live from London. I arrived last night, spent um, the day with my brother, and tonight I'm now on my couch uh, with a very special guest. Like I said, all my guests are very special. <laughs> She's someone I knew from high school. So that like, we, we agreed just now that that was like nearly a decade ago. Yeah, or, almost. Or, or, or almost, more. yeah, oh. or more. Yeah. And uh, we really grew up together. We did high school. We came to the UK for boarding school, different boarding schools, but mm-hmm. we were here at the same time. We uh, saw her through uni, masters, and now she's working in a startup, a very cool startup that is not tech. Um, um, not boring I swear not boring (laughs) just like her hair color that's also not boring (laughs) but we'll get into that but it brings me great pleasure to introduce you guys to Alia hi everyone hi Kwekochi I'm so honored to be invited (laughs) to this podcast because I know babe um, this is not Oprah but (laughs) it's my moment okay Okay, I'm gonna take it (laughs) (laughs) no I mean I've seen all the guests and everyone's amazing and doing incredible things and I know, have insightful right. things yeah. to say so I know I'm happy to be here thank you. To catch up with you yes yeah. yes uh, I cooked her dinner yes I, amazing garlic uh, fried rice yeah the most basic thing like no, the only thing I know so how to do good. yeah <laughs> brother, my brother cooked the rice by the way so all I did was just fry things in a pan <laughs> Sean, Sean. <laughs> yeah and then we ate his roast chicken um yeah mm, yeah nice. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we, we just had dinner uh, caught up a little bit and yeah now we're uh, on the couch um, we plan to do this episode actually a few months ago right yeah. Babe, ever since I told you I was coming to yeah to London to London yeah, yeah. so finally got some time mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so I'm glad you're here for two weeks right two weeks yeah. two weeks yeah in and out but you're mm. gonna be away right end of this week you're gonna be um, spending Christmas yeah, yeah. beginning of next week uh, yeah I'm going to Southampton spend christmas with my boyfriend's family oh, so that's that'd so be nice, nice. Yeah. how many years have you how many like this tradition of like spending christmas in southampton like how many years yeah, has it been it's, like, i guess actually six years i suppose oh, wow, but really we've been together for five because we actually got together in november so the first uh, christmas what? so even the first christmas you yeah were, oh, yeah which how? was nerve-wracking you've been together for like no i'm lying <laughs> I'm lying. I just remembered what I did. No, sorry. I was in Canada the first Christmas. Okay, five years. Five, five years. years, right? Five years, yeah. Yeah, that, so. that would be a bit quick. Like a month. Like, yeah, I, that, that, actually, yeah. Yeah, I so would be nervous. Yeah. yeah. No, but they've been always, they've been lovely because we my family, we don't celebrate Christmas. So mm-hmm. it's nice to do it um, with my boyfriend's family mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. who obviously does it quite it's a big thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's quite yeah. nice to get into the festive mood and right. spend it with them. Yeah. Do you buy presents for everyone and like, for the parents for the and and Andy, um, but maybe not his brothers mm-hmm. yet. But I'll just bring some chocolates so everyone can share. Kind Celebrations, of yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so besides that though, how have you been doing? Can you believe that 2020 is looming? Coming, yeah. Oh my gosh. In a couple of weeks. Two weeks actually. Two weeks, We're like yeah. more than halfway through the month. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this year has flown by. How it how has. do you, how do you feel yeah, about this I, year? Yeah, for sure. Two thousand nineteen went by. I kind of forgot it happened <laughs> but um, yeah 2020 feels like mm. monumental because it's 2020 i, I suppose know, right? it's coming. yeah um but yeah hopefully they're exciting things to look forward to i'm mm-hmm. sure for you as well um 
but yeah i've been okay i'm just been i've just been working a lot um mm-hmm. yeah alia came straight from work which like yeah. you know thank you <laughs> yeah no it's okay it's, yeah. it's, it's nice to see a feminine face after a day of working yeah. i don't get to see you very often so that's true very nice i haven't I been back in london for a year so i feel like that's how long yeah. we haven't seen each other yeah it yeah. was in london last year mm-hmm. probably around the same time mm-hmm. winter um yeah. yeah so it's nice to catch up Right, Alia. So before we go on to the topic of the day, um, I just thought it would be nice to give people a little bit of background and maybe this time you can give the background. So just a bit about like, you know, um, what did you study at uni? You know, um, you did master's as well. Mm -hmm. What did you you study there? What are you doing now in your startup? Like just just a little bit about yourself. And it doesn't have to be all academia. You can say what you like to do you Just know your summary your, yeah like a summary yeah. I, I like, and you know your love for bts yeah, yeah. oh my god guys don't get me started <laughs> <laughs> some of the basics um yeah so i um currently i'm working in a startup like jane said um we make raw dog food um so essentially we offer food that is completely fresh mm. what dogs would naturally choose in the wild mm. um so we think it's healthier and, and is the best option mm-hmm. for them to live longer um i'm trying to get her to you know supply to kl yes hopefully the idea is yeah. to bring it to asia so fingers crossed for me uh, and my <laughs> company um but yeah and then uh, yeah, we both came here for school. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I went to uni at York, mm-hmm. and I did soci- sociology with criminology. You had the best time, right? I had the best time. Yeah. yeah, I met some great people. I think that really made a difference, and I met my boyfriend there as well. Um, so yeah, I think uni was a big, big, um, big experience that I've had that I would always cherish. Were you excited um, to go to uni? I'm sure you were, I was, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, boarding school was good and tough, I suppose. So mm. I think because it was so structured, I was ready to move on and, mm, and yeah. go to uni where everyone says it's the best time of your mm-hmm. lives. Everyone raves about it, even you know, parents, mm-hmm, adults, things mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, I was really happy to go. Met some great people, did a course that I loved so mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what I wanted to do after because it's such a broad subject. Which is like it kind of means you can do anything, right? But yeah, like, but then, anything, but then, yeah. you know, when you're a sport for choice, it makes it harder. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, when you, you can think, do everything. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. When there's too many options, and I guess you don't know where to start. Mm. So, I had to kind of make a decision quick. Um, I think I did apply for some jobs. Mm. Um, Was this like throughout your third year or like yeah, towards the end? I think towards exams, the end. Yeah. When I was yeah, like, let's panicking, be real. Let's know? be real. Like, like you know, panicking. Like oh no, like. <laughs> you know i'm finishing graduating now what am i going to do and a lot of the people i know around me they had an idea right which is normally you know going to corporate get a like, grad scheme job, grad scheme job yeah. Yeah. yeah and i that wasn't the path for me and i knew that why why not like you just felt like there was something else you wanted to do first i or? think well i think partly is more because i thought i wasn't good at anything thing like mm-hmm, that like mm-hmm. typical jobs maybe for me was like you know finance banking you know my brother did finance my bo- boyfriend Andy did finance and it's something like oh I don't think I could really get into mm-hmm, and I guess mm-hmm. for us we need a visa and yeah. I didn't think I would be able to get it essentially yeah. um, other people would deserve it more I guess mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I I had to think it through and I thought okay let's just find something a bit more specialized and that's why I thought about doing a master's mm-hmm. um, and what did you do a master's in? I did. There's a long name for it. It's called. Give me. Give us long yeah. name. Give us a long name. We love a long, long name. The long name is 
consumption, culture, and marketing. Wow. Yeah. So it's not straight up marketing. It's a mixture of socio and marketing. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. it was because you've always just said marketing. marketing. I know. It's yeah. a bit of a mouthful. So yeah, I yeah. didn't want to bore people. And I think a lot, lots of people don't really maybe won't get it too much. Mm-hmm. So They'll be like, well, so what, what is, is it? Yeah. yeah. So and is it just like marketing? Or yeah. Like, yeah. So I just said marketing but it's actually we focus more on um consumer behavior that's and really cool that's very niche and yeah, yeah i can see I why think. you say it's very specialized now right yeah i thought i thought so and i think what i was interested at the time as well was looking at um influencer Cons- yeah. marketing yeah. so a lot of it is looking at how consumers behave what they like yeah. how their background shapes their decision yeah. making when they shop you know things like that was so, that was that did you enjoy your masters like did i you? did yeah i did yeah, yeah. um learn quite interesting things um yeah met some great people as well mm-hmm. and it gave me some time to think again like what i should dive into mm-hmm. as a career mm-hmm. and yeah it kind of did game uh, give me an idea because mm-hmm. i wrote a dissertation on um, influencer marketing mm-hmm. so um that kind of like brought me into the job I am now, which mm-hmm. is obviously in marketing, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. not so much your digital marketing, but right. rather social media marketing, mm. content creation, yeah, things like yeah. that. So do you handle yeah. all of that now in your job? Like, Yeah, at right. the moment, yes. Because um, actually the marketing team in my company is only two people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the other lady that I work with, she handles more of the bigger stuff, um, a bit more organizing organizing like external so like campaigns um, and stuff or yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah. yeah she's like the brains of right. it all and she focused on pr so was she the one responsible for that hsbc video um she uh basically brought it in for us right. in, like she applied for it and, right right but the yeah. the structure and everything was at more hsbc side the like, structure yes yeah. like the story HSBC. and like yeah, yeah. Okay. it is yeah. yeah they basically gave us a few questions um to answer yeah, yeah to say oh right because you had that interview bits in between yeah. all the like yeah yeah they basically said you know they needed the right content right um but they didn't say what it was it's just mm. up to us but they just said i need they needed a structure what were they going to so. use it for like where do they air it like was it like just yeah. like ads on tv yeah. or like um or? it's not on tv it's on their website right globally and um on all their social media and also mm. like digital ads so, yeah, so you know something yeah. you see on Facebook this is so cool can like, you imagine <laughs> one day someone stops you know, are you that girl from like, just BC ad <laughs> I doubt that or I hope no one says that. I'm like cringing at myself <laughs> looking at the video but she's oh. lying she did great so if you guys want to catch it go, is your, your Instagram's public right my is it not? No, it's not. Oh, actually. it's not no, anymore. It, it's oh. become private. Well, go on recently. HSBC. Yeah, and, on their Twitter. Uh, on their, they have yeah? it on their Twitter yeah, channel yeah. for sure now. Yeah. Um, so you can catch it there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's not public at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so Alia also turned 25 this year on the 10th of October, which um, actually coincides with World Mental Health Day, which is actually the kind of topic we're, go- we're trying to tackle tonight um and i guess so I, like with alia giving her background um based on that thing you, you so I'll, okay hmm, how should i break this down so on 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 her birthday you shared well, how would you call it yeah. like you um, shared a post yeah um, i guess yeah to be basic yeah i shared um an instagram post on my my feed my private mm-hmm, feed mm-hmm. um about i suppose experiences that i've had 
up until I am 25. That have old. affected your yeah, mental health? That has affected my mental health. That's shaped how I view things and how mm-hmm. I react to things. How I guess I treat other people. Um, and how you treat yourself. And how right. I treat myself. Ooh. Yeah. yeah it's definitely it? a journey. <laughs> to be uh, bluntly. Yeah, it's just been a journey. Yeah, um, so like it's, it's very... I don't know, poignant that like as you tell me, you know, like um, your journey from from boarding school up to mm-hmm. now at this job that actually you were also like going through all these other things that we weren't aware of. Like yeah. I was there for some of these life events that you mentioned that you listed out on this post, but yeah. there were so many others that I myself was surprised and like I and something that I felt that you were very brave to share. Like oh, what you, yeah. what made you? feel like you, we were we were speaking about this earlier like she you actually wanted to share this many many yes, times right yeah, like many but times but what was different about this year that you felt like you were ready to share it yeah yeah so i suppose yeah there have been many many times different dates nothing mm. specific to on the calendar you know i just wanted to share because i know a lot of people are dealing with a lot of things you know behind the scenes yeah i have so many brave strong people in my life um and I know everyone's struggling with something so I just kind of want to share my own piece um with the world nothing really to to say oh you know like I oh, look please, at me yeah, like look at yeah, me. please yeah. feel sorry for me I'd you know like don't don't you know like I don't want people to judge me either but it's kind of like that point where I wanted to share because I think it would be meaningful for other people to to see that oh you know if I can do it um, you know anyone can do it mm-hmm, as well and mm-hmm. it's not something to be ashamed of mm-hmm. um, so actually yeah I wanted to share it maybe like three years ago but I know actually I wasn't very ready um, for it so this year I thought right 10th of October on my birthday is yeah World Mental Health Day and I thought let's use this as a platform um, to also encourage people to share their own stories and you know what like when I shared that post Honestly, I think about 120, I want to say 130 people DM'd me back with their own stories. And it was like a range of just... Everything, right? Everything. And, you know, some of them are just honestly incredible, successful people, the friendliest, you know, happiest people you've ever met. And and honestly, some of them I've never even spoken to before. Mm -hmm. It's just something that, you know, really resonated with them and they wanted to share it with me because they felt safe mm. to say, to share it with me and I think mm. that was my main goal mm. was for people to reach out to me to know that it's safe for them to share with me even though it's not publicly like how I did it but mm. they can share it with someone else that maybe that's amazing know, have gone through something as well how did that make so, you feel like yeah it made me really emotional I didn't think many people would open up to me mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. because that means they trusted me a lot right. some of it were really really um yeah really emotional and you know i it's just it's quite tough i guess being told something certain things when someone tell you it's hard because you can't help them yeah um the only thing you can really do is listen and sympathize and empathize yeah. and always tell them you know you you have someone here to listen to you yeah. and and for me, it also helped me reach out to people that maybe I wouldn't even speak to before. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to, to kind of like, I don't know, like let people know that it's okay. That it's okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a stigma around mental health. 
um, you know, is being made fun at or or not taken seriously, that kind of thing. Why do you think that's the case? Do you think it's just a lack of understanding? Yeah, do you I think, think it's a lack of I don't know, like empathy. I don't mm. know what, why. Why do you think that's a stigma? I think it's a mixture of things, definitely. Um, also depending on generation, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking culture to also, culture, I feel. Yeah, yeah. definitely, that's yeah. a big thing. Is I think for us, it's like uh, we're very much like sweep it under the carpet, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, for me and you, and and like many people who you know study abroad or live abroad, you know, um, you go through different motions and like you have to adapt with different cultures and sometimes you you don't even know when you can say certain things i know i know um, exactly what yeah. you mean yeah it's it's tough i think for yeah. for almost ev- like as a minority yeah. as well exactly right yeah. like having to adapt to i don't know like a mm. new culture yeah. a new city a new like it's actually very new, difficult yeah, it? yeah. New circumstances yeah. it's like very difficult as well when you're young mm-hmm. and you are also not sure of yourself yet yeah or like even if you are like it takes a lot of courage i think to to just do your own yeah. thing you know yeah, yeah exactly yeah it takes a lot i think sometimes it takes everything in a person to to stand share, yeah, to stand yeah. up for themselves to reach out to someone else um so i i applaud anybody who you know Do decides any, yeah, yeah to, to share or to help <laughs> themselves even if they don't want to share it yeah. but they're helping themselves yeah. to get to a point where you know they're, they're comfortable with themselves and they can look at themselves in the mirror and you know and, and be okay with is that who they are and is what that they see. how you view what mental health is mm. because actually honestly like mm-hmm. mental health as a concept it's so abstract to me like what yeah. is it you know like what does it mean to have like you know to look after your mental health mm. and like do you have a do you have an opinion on it like yeah. what i mean you're completely right mental health the term itself is quite difficult to kind of um put your finger on it it's like yeah. you know like i mean i can't really yeah. completely explain it and yeah. i think for everyone it's a bit different um yeah but for me mental health is essentially sort of the same thing where you take care of your physical health you take care of your you should also take care of your mental health and emotional health it's it all links so if you're not feeling well mentally it will show physically at Mm. some point it Mm. is all linked and we've always focused on physical health but we haven't really taken taken the necessary steps for mental health and especially when you're young you kind of you're meant to put that aside because you're young and you know your body's young yeah yeah yeah. but mental health i don't think there's really an age to it it's just what's what you've been through as a person and what what you're exposed to as you go down the line and and anyone can be dealing with something at any age at any age i think bringing coming back to that post right like Mm -hmm. you mentioned you something that affected your mental health uh, it was as early as when you were six or seven, you know. Yeah. Were you even aware of it at the time? Like, yeah. Uh, honestly, no. So yeah. So when I was six or seven, I was um, sexually harassed um, by someone who's meant to be like a caretaker, guardian, um, a family member. And at the time, I didn't know what it was because it was presented to me as a game. Um. um we were playing a game. Um, honestly, I didn't even really know about. I knew it was there was something wrong with it because yeah. I was. It's meant to be secret. I can't yeah. tell anyone. Um, I only kind of like sort of realized it maybe mm, 
honestly i was so traumatic that i kind of forgot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then i started to like have sort of like dreams or nightmares or like kind of like just it just started coming back mm-hmm. and i was very confused i remember being you're like is this real or is it a dream yeah and right? i wasn't yeah. sure and that was very important to I me i remember i remember you telling me this yeah. that you were like it was only very recently right yes. that that you it came back yeah, yeah it, um honestly i my i only told my boyfriend i think in the last year or so yeah. because i i kind of remembered it like maybe a few years ago but i didn't i was in denial mm. honestly i was in denial and because i have seen this person a lot since yeah. um and i know i know he knows and i know he knows i know mm. so it's it's a very um awkward situation because i don't want to make a big deal out of it um at the same time i also want to take care of myself so only now i can fully actually remove myself from these kind of meetings where he's mm. present because i've basically decided that i need to take a stand take a stand for myself even though i don't want to particularly you know say anything to him you just i just, just want to for you it's like limiting that interaction exactly and like, yeah at the end of the day i'm my own priority so whatever helps me and that means removing myself um so that's what i've kind of done so i really didn't really speak about this to anybody until recently not even my parents wow um so i only told my mom recently and you know it's it's another thing i don't want to break anybody's heart mm-hmm. because it is someone who's meant to be close to us mm-hmm. so i think that also took a toll mentally because i suppressed it a lot in what, my mind what changed your mind or mm-hmm. to give like what what made you finally say like you know to enough is enough and to share yeah. Yeah. um i think i was also embarrassed by it because I guess when something like that happens to you as a young child it's hard to make sense of it and yeah. as he's older you always think it's your fault yeah um because so we were also brought up to always be like respect your elders respectful, right respectful yeah be respectful yeah. they know better mm-hmm. you know exactly that word respect you know sometimes in the cult- in our cultures it's a bit um the line is very gray <laughs> yeah very gray and, and it's, it's it's horrible i guess to say that sometimes um so yeah what what made me really want to kind of just take a stand and share is literally i i i think i put other people um oh, before uh, myself for too long for right? too long yeah um i was worried about how they would react how would it impact their future and i guess i still do at the moment yeah. you know because i haven't confronted him per se but what is more important to me is actually myself like i said i just need to kind of be able to talk about it and and know that it's not my fault and so it started with myself first you know yeah. dealing with it internally first and then telling other people that are important to me so mm-hmm. like my mom mm-hmm. my partner mm-hmm. my close friends that kind yeah. of thing so i'm not embarrassed by it anymore and that's why i can you know openly speak about yeah, it yeah i'm i'm surprised yeah. you even shared it on this because i was like yeah. i wasn't going to mention anything no, you know yeah, until yeah. yeah i think i think it's but okay the- because yeah it's shaped me as a person on how i i deal with it now yeah. because you know I, i'm sure i'm sure so many people also have probably gone through that and it's horrible but yeah. you know everyone everyone takes their own time to kind of deal with it um but for me i took i guess yeah like 20 20 odd years i guess to, to get to this point yeah my next question actually was so the next thing i'm curious about was that 
was it like an accumulation of all these events that you list out on your posting mm-hmm. that you one day suddenly realized like oh it's affecting my mental health or or was it like mm. as you I don't, do you get what I mean was it just like one day at 21 you're like oh it's because of all these things that are happening yeah. that's why I'm like this yeah, or like yeah, yeah. you were constantly trying to make sense of it but it clicked mm-hmm. one day like what was it yeah. like, like what, how did you like almost pick up like these were the events that mm. like you know that was significant and like yeah yeah um I guess actually, um, yeah, going through life, I suppose, um, some events um, were more like were they more, they stuck out, right? They like, stuck yeah. out, yeah, definitely stuck out. Um, um, but I think I've reached a point where I've always been a bit hard on myself, and I think a lot of people are to themselves. But mm-hmm. um, I think I was, I was finishing my masters, I was graduating, and then, and I was very proud to graduate with a distinction at that time amazing congratulations yeah, to you well, well done, well done. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we should, no we should be proud you know sorry a slight digression but like yeah. i realized like i don't know we don't play so many things yes. right yes you know i, I just saw esme when i was yeah. back uh, before i came to london yeah, i saw esme and then she was like congrats i'm getting called and i'm like oh no there's nothing she's like but it is something it and is. it is amazing and we should celebrate you know but the, like i don't know we just always like oh it's nothing you know yeah, it's no. like, yeah. i know yeah i yeah, again, I think that's a little bit. Oh, there's just more to it, I suppose. But it's all. It's all sometimes it's about not. Like we don't deserve it. Yeah, right. Like don't I don't. It. I think so. Yeah. Like I or I feel like this is not. Oh, this is not that great. Like that that person achieved that much more. Yes, exactly. Or like you then know, you start yeah, comparing yourself, yeah, yeah. and nothing's ever good enough. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But then, like, I think I had this realization this year as well that like mm. we should celebrate because it's know. like, what is life without it, right? Yeah. If we're always just like. Oh, like stoic and like oh, it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's <laughs> like <suspected. laughs> yeah. yeah, we should always celebrate the small and big victories. Yeah, I think we forget that sometimes. Um, Sorry, there was a digression, but yeah. No, so you, no, no, you no. when you when you graduate a master's, got yes, distinction, yeah, distinction, distinction. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I was just like honestly, I was looking back yeah. at my life. I think one of those nights, um, I was just going, you know, as you do, like as you do, I was. I don't know, know, but I was just kind of thinking, I was probably talking to Andy or something, and I I think I was just, you know, not... (laughs) Trying to sort out your thoughts. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Like, kind of just, oh, how did I get get to this point? Yeah, Yeah, you know, I never thought of doing a master's, you know, that kind of thing, and and then being able to do it and and getting to this point. And I thought about, like, actually, I've been through a few different things in my life where... They shaped you, right? Yeah, but also could have just broke you. Broke me, yeah. Where I wow. could have just given up, blamed everything on everything. You know, like you're a victim, basically. Yeah, victimize yeah. myself. Um, I think sometimes it's okay to do it when it happens. I suppose to make sense of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. but to carry on like that is is damaging. Um, but of course, it's very hard depending on you know how 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 you what cope you're going and through, what you're like, going yeah. through, yeah. But I was just thinking to myself, you know, because um, a lot of people said to me when I graduated, oh, you've you've always done so well, you know. But, oh, right. You know, I everyone, because, yeah, and everyone's seen a certain thing, as in, like, they've always they've seen the highlights, seen almost. The highlights, right, yeah. Right. And who would want to kind of portray the bad things in their life? It's you like, know? you know, posting on social media, <laughs> look, today I'm sad. Yeah, <laughs> or, you know, crying about something. And, I mean, to be fair, like, why not? We should kind of do that as well. But, I mean, I yeah, actually, why you know, not? Right? Why not? Yeah, but I think that'll take some time for people to be like, oh yeah, that's to be a bit more accepting like, of it. Yeah. That's another thing, you know. Um, 
Yeah, so I was because everyone kept coming up to me, being like, "Oh, we always like know you. you do, yeah, yeah, you've always done so well. You know, your parents are so proud of you. You've always been perfect. You know, things like that." And then it just hit me, and I'm like, "If only you, you knew, knew. Yeah. yeah." And the things that I had to go through, but in a way that I've worked hard to overcome. And maybe I don't say that bit, and people always maybe look looks. Um, they look at it as oh it's always been easy for me that kind of thing um, I'm happy that I have the right support most of the time to to get me to that point but yeah. I was just going through it and I just realized actually there's so many things that helped shape me and made me stronger or you know made me more cautious as well you know that yeah. kind of thing but it just kind of brought me to where you to are where really. I was, yeah at that yeah. point so. it's like for better or for worse like Mm. This is this 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 was my past exactly yeah and, and this is my life yeah. right yeah. yeah exactly yeah and yeah and every event is I guess important how did you stop yourself from self victimizing or mm, from mm-hmm. from being like why me yeah. and like wh- wh- how how did yeah. oh, I'm sure maybe you also went through a, yeah. s- a short phase where definitely, you were like yeah, that but definitely. like how think, did you like yeah. pull yourself out like I think it's hard and I do have my moments where I slip into it. Yeah. Um very often actually I would say, but maybe not as long like right not so you long slip periods. yeah you slip yeah. and then you're like okay you <clears> catch yourself yeah, yeah exactly yeah. because I know better you know like kind of like no like enough like you're you're good you're good enough you know that kind of thing but I definitely slip into it. I think the main bulk of it is probably Andy he just he's amazing in the sense that he he lets he's he lets me be you be me yeah. and say what I need to say because it almost like lets me get on with my day mm. so he doesn't say oh god like here we go again yeah. you know something like that um, he's he's understanding enough in that way um, so I think I guess everyone needs an outlet to yeah. Yeah. kind of even if it's writing mm-hmm, so I think mm-hmm. I kind of did that as well I wrote things and, and tried to make sense of it by writing about it mm-hmm. Um and then I used to have a blog by the way I did, <laughs> I did have a blog uh, she writes beautifully was, but I don't I can't remember what you wrote about but I, it was like oh god it was like <laughs> a personal di- honestly it was like that <laughs> oh, I, and then I went to bed at 9.30 you know it's like I have, this is my wife for breakfast you know it's very I can't remember what it's called I'd love to start a blog again you soon, should but we'll see we'll see if she, if she if she does we'll promote it yeah. stay tuned <laughs> yes <laughs> everyone should follow me but yeah no I mean yeah I think maybe a blog yeah in, in I the feel future. like also you've been this year you I don't know whether it's a, a byproduct of you sharing and mm. like and, and and like you know coming to, uh, to terms of everything that's happened in your life but like you're really stepping out more I feel like I see you stepping out more so she started this food Instagram account <laughs> yeah. called Lilo Foodie yes and it's doing so well like Esme and I were just talking about it and Esme's like how? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are like yeah. the best like supporters. You guys are my hype women. That's yeah, what yeah. No, no Esme especially. Like every yeah, time you post something, she's like, "You're amazing. <laughs> How are you? This amazing. Like everyone oh. needs an Esme. You know, sometimes yeah, she reminds yes. me of Jonathan, like the the queer eye guy. Oh, I don't watch it, but oh, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know which one? Yes, yeah. yeah, she reminds me of him. Yeah. yeah, she's she's always been yeah a rock. so positive, yeah, always right. positive yeah. about everyone. You know, yeah, I know she's amazing. Yeah, I think this food thing was um, 
Honestly, I am that person. If you go out for a meal with me, yeah. you will eat your food cold because <laughs> I take a long time to take pictures. And Dude, but you know, that's your perfectionist streak. You know, you yes, do it well. I've been practicing for a long time. <laughs> but honestly, I take so many photos and I think lots of people are annoyed. But whatever, it's okay. you know. Yeah, they ask me for the photos anyway at the end of the day, you know, that kind of thing. So I thought that I could turn it into an outlet for myself and something to focus on besides work. You um, truly enjoy it, right? I feel I like you truly, yeah. Yeah, I love it. And that's why I spend a lot of time on it. Um, <laughs> so if I don't enjoy it, I think I would have stopped it. I think it's something that I'm also trying to Explore do more of. Yeah, do, yeah. do something that I like. Because I don't have the outright hobbies that people do. Yeah. Like a sport or, yeah. I don't know. What else do people do nowadays? Honestly, I don't know. Oh, yeah. They mm-hmm. like mountain climbing things. A lot of people No a lot of people Have been rock climbing Rock climbing No 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 The other term Bouldering Bouldering Yeah Like okay Yeah So I mean But they give you calluses You know like I want. I don't want calluses oh, really? On my hand Yeah because That's like playing Like when you play like Tennis, tennis yeah, yeah. yeah But like this is like All over your hand oh. Yeah Okay this sounds so bad But like You know if you love bouldering You do you <laughs> Yeah I mean, No 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 Bouldering's amazing I just don't have the Yeah yeah, yeah. I don't Strength this, or, Yeah yeah you know, Yeah you know <laughs> So I just turn to food, eating yeah. food, eating lots and lots of food. Yeah. So it's just like an outlet at the moment. But, you know, I'm happy doing that mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. kind of creative side, you know, yeah. exploring that side as well. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Sorry, how do we get on this topic? Um, Someone told me that I diverge a lot on Kwekochi, <laughs> but, you know, it's having no, a it's conversation. Yeah, natural. I feel natural. like also it's a nice, I don't know, it's like, I don't want it to be too heavy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think it was just like, how did you come to fully accept? I mean, like, the point. Like, why? Why did you like? When did you realize oh, that all these moments were significant? significant something like yeah. that. Yeah. I think it's. I think oh, and then you were saying that people said you were perfect, and yeah, you said if you only this knew. Is a perception yeah. of what people have on me. Why did you feel like it was so important for you that to correct that perception? Then. Um, I think honestly, I don't know, but I think it for me it's I think I want to also kind of highlight that I, I did work hard yeah you know I and there were some moments in my life where you that struggled were, yeah, yeah that I really really struggled and you know I, I don't want to just portray this like I did everything so easily yeah and, like, yeah. and I don't think people should really always think that what they see is, mm-hmm. is the only thing that's happening kind of yeah. thing and for me, I think I, I always want to, I'm also like just wanting to connect with people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sometimes when people say things like that, I feel like I'm on a different like, like pedestal, right? Yeah, you're like, you're yeah. like, yeah. Like they see me in a different way. Yeah. Um, and I don't want that. I want to be able to connect and say, actually, like, um, no, whatever you've done, you've probably worked hard to get there but of course we won't see everything yeah um so everything that you do is justified and valid and i think that's probably just the main bit that no i'm not perfect but yeah i i I, for for the most part i do work hard and you try you just get up right you just keep getting up up. honestly yeah getting up getting up and carrying on sometimes is the is the best thing that you could do just get up some days are you don't want to get up there was a time when I had a vision board and like one of the quotes I cut out and pasted was just get up get dressed and show up because sometimes like even that is so difficult yeah exactly just to take a shower just to leave the house yeah I've definitely had those moments especially when you live alone I feel like when you're not like 
now that I live back home, like I yeah. think if I don't get out of the room for a day, my parents are like, are you still alive? Yes. You know? <laughs> get up, get are you yeah, <laughs> leave the house? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it's yeah. You need. I think you do need a network of support. Sometimes, sometimes you need someone to push you. I hate sure, it. Like I sure, hate. Yeah. I hate someone pushing me. But yeah. like, you'll thank yeah. them later. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Sure. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> parents. Um. But moving on as well to mm-hmm. another phase in your life yeah. where you touched on, you struggled with insomnia. Yeah, that was actually, I was... In um, boarding school, right? In boarding school. Right? And uh, it took a toll on your studies. And definitely, yeah. How did that come about? Like, have you always struggled with it or is it... No, actually, um, I had... So basically, um, I something happened when I was like 14 mm-hmm. and it was some bad news and I didn't take it so well mm-hmm. and a few months after I moved to the UK to for boarding school was it only oh, oh yes it was because 16 right yeah so I it was see. the year before we moved right. to the UK and for yeah around then I was struggling already and it's I just was so seeing, much change right yeah it's, yeah essentially yeah. yeah and i think it was like moving to a different country never being in a boarding school before i so mean around like no malaysians no like, malaysians yeah. i was so terrified and in my school there were like barely any asians i think i was just like honestly terrified of everything and yeah. i think it hit me and um yeah and i started struggling with it really really bad i would sleep yeah about three hours a night you couldn't sleep was it because there were a lot of thoughts in your head or yeah um or yes it just but then it became like uh, not a habit, but like it just like a condition. Like, a condition, yeah. yeah. It was a condition. Um, I, I saw a lot of doctors. I had a lot of medication. But there it didn't some work. Strong ones. No, I was properly hallucinating. What do you mean by hallucinating? Class. Like like seeing things. Oh, wow. Not faces, thank God. Oh, I think I, I would be <laughs> yeah, because everyone always my doctor was like, "Are you seeing faces?" And I'm like, "What? No. That's a thing. That's a thing." Yeah. Well, they wow. just think then then it's like a, it's like. Um, something. something else has happened like trauma right. um, oh I'm getting a bit scared now my brother's not yeah. gonna be home tonight <laughs> okay no no, no, no. <laughs> don't go to work tomorrow <laughs> you can sleep over <laughs> no it's not gross it's just your mind yeah yeah sort of playing because you're you have lack of sleep right so I don't know so it's, what it's do you really what weird. do you hallucinate what do you see like it, it was like um like sh- like shapes oh. um, that clearly are not hard. meant to be there. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it, and the shapes don't make sense. Right. It's like in different colors. Um, sometimes I feel like the ground shaking. Oh, wow, just things like that, but nothing's happening. Honestly, nothing is happening like around me. Constant, or it comes and goes. It it comes and goes. Right. Yeah, and when I'm really exhausted, it hits harder. Um, yeah, and I was I felt so tired, but I couldn't actually fall asleep. So it was a tough time, yeah, and I almost failed my A levels mm. because um I couldn't focus basically. Um nothing was going in. I was so tired, not eating, right? Um so that was a point where honestly I didn't even look at it as a mental thing, insomnia. I just thought, oh, okay, as a kid, sixteen there's a lot of stresses in your life. I always downplayed it as well with my friends, you know, I just said, Oh, it's kind of a cool thing, I don't need sleep, mm. you know. Mm. But it was actually more than that and my daughter was very worried obviously because actually yeah you're quite young to be dealing with this kind of stuff um so yeah a lot of medication but actually after that when i stopped well as in after i finished my a levels and uh about to go to uni it was kind of getting better because i think this 
there were no exam stress yeah i was out of that environment <clears throat> as well and kind of looking forward to something else so i think the excitement was tiring me out mm. and i stopped medi- the medication as well because mm. i thought it was too much going into my body mm. and it kind of just solved a bit naturally mm. yeah and then it slowly stopped i think midway through my first year of uni mm. so first year of uni the halfway obviously is it's fine having insomnia because you're going out a lot anyway yeah. <laughs> i think that was like <laughs> uh, that, that's when you really don't it. need sleep yeah it's like you know you're so, so basically <laughs> the cure for it is to go out to go out a lot go to uni go to freshers party week. you know yeah, <laughs> freshers week yeah <clears throat> but yeah that was a probably the unraveling of the whole mental um strain i think that i was dealing with but you said you slipped into a little bit of a depression as well right because yeah. was it because of all the meds that you were on or? i think so yeah and i or maybe also on top of that the the bad news that you were dealing with yeah like i think everything i think it's right? everything yeah and there were a few issues that i had to deal with um in terms of like uh like like racial comments and things Aww. like that and um i think I think it's, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of that, like, you know, being um, Asian and then if people know I'm Muslim as well mm-hmm. and a female, it's always, there's always some type of stereotype, uh, st- stereotypical comments that have been thrown at me. And I was that person who always laughs about it. Like, I will always make fun of it as well mm-hmm. because uh, it's like not cool if you, if you, if you react to it, if you, if you get angry. But what, how do you feel you about know. it now? Like? Now, now, definitely, I I don't laugh at it. If I'm not brave enough to say anything about it, then I just keep quiet. I don't laugh about it, like um, you know, at myself because it's not funny. It's Obviously, not funny. it's not funny. And um, so some of my friends who do still do it, um, I do make a point. You know, oh, and I'm proud of you. Yeah, and because I think that it take, took a while. That takes <laughs> yeah. courage as well. Yeah, yeah. it's it okay. While, it's yeah. okay. Better late than never. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now, so Twenty now years later, it. you know that time yeah. you said. That. Yeah. And you know, people have come up and said, you know, like so, they're a bit more aware now. I think um, it could be also because of my post, but some of my friends have come up and said sorry and have apologized. They've never seen it as them being mean to me is is a way to bond but obviously um i know yeah so i've i've said now you know like i was young as well and the way i reacted probably wasn't the right way either because you kind of almost like encouraged it as well i encouraged it yeah Yeah. that's that's definitely it i encouraged it as well and i don't want to be that person i completely understand when you're like young like the last thing you want to do is like i don't know exactly you don't want want to be included yeah i wanted to be included i I wanted to yeah i think everyone wants that right like yeah yeah. in any situation now right it's hard and i think i find it hard still you know at this age (laughs) um (laughs) no yeah it's just i think it's always hard and it's how much you're comfortable with in standing up for yourself um sometimes i can't do it in person and i'll text them after you know that kind of thing is every little step means something i think it's always hard but yeah you, but you, you do can. what you're most comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But going back to, like, that point about... I think I just want to explore very briefly about, mm-hmm. like, depression. Like, yeah. a lot of times people say it's not just feeling... It's not just about feeling sad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what what is it, really? Like, for people who've never experienced it or they're mm-hmm. trying to understand what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's... it Yeah, it revolves a lot around mood. Mm. Um, your 
yeah how how you're feeling emotionally but it's also on how you view everything uh, there's all it's almost like a cloud above everything mm-hmm. and you can't see past it mm. um even though sometimes you really really want to and you work hard to get past it so a lot of people think depression is when you you're not helping yourself like you you don't want to help yourself but actually a lot of people like they do they right? do and they they can't get anywhere even though and that's the worst bit because you're trying so hard and someone's telling you you're not trying hard enough and you're, yes and someone's trying and and saying yeah you're not doing um everything you can everything in your power to do it and sometimes it's not it's not just also like um feeling it's it's a medical condition yeah. it's it's hormones as well and so it's it's a, an amalgamation of so many so things. many things yeah. yeah it's not just that you don't want to get out of bed one morning yeah right? it's not as simple as that yes, yeah. you know and, it, and it's it not as simple as just changing your mindset is exactly yeah. yeah yeah and i think it hurts people when 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 they're dealing with depression and someone says oh just be happy or just smile you know it's, it's a bit like, like okay mine's not as serious but when i was dealing with acne people were like just wash your face yes yeah it's, it's literally <laughs> that. there's more to it there's the there's a root of the problem basically and and half the time we don't want to talk about the root of the problem yeah. so it's hard um to kind of deal with that sort of thing and again depression can be caused by so many different things like anxiety stress trauma trauma and it just could be a build up of various different things and then you have the clinical depression obviously that's when you really need medication because the way your brain works is almost like no longer in your control oh wow i didn't know that yeah, yeah. so that's when honestly without the right help and support yeah it can really go it can spiral yeah, right, yeah. really spiral down um yeah and I mean, for me, depression, um, having sort of dealt or dealing with it sometimes, I think for me, um, I never wanted to reach out properly for professional I was just about, I was about to ask, like, yeah, like, when you were dealing with it at the time, did you tell anyone, like, that you were dealing with it? No, I didn't. And I, and I, because I never saw anyone, Hmm. I don't want to say I'm depressed. Because you didn't want to just... Yeah, yeah, I don't want to make light of it. Yeah. You know, not, you know, I can't just say that without someone telling... As in yeah. a Like a professional, yeah. Telling me. Um, but then I did see... Like, I went for counselling at uni mm-hmm. because uh, sometimes some days were just really tough and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't see my partner every day. I see him, like, every three weeks. I don't see my family. You know, yeah. it's, like, very hard and I don't really tell my friends too much about it. So. Yeah, can you imagine out on, like... Out of the, you're going out and you're like hey guys by the way yeah by the way yeah <laughs> i'm putting it you know yeah. making everyone sad and things but yeah i think even that first day of actually making the appointment with the uni counselor was, was horrible <laughs> honestly i went back and forth so many times really I remember going and then calling and even like i didn't make it like mm-hmm. i don't want to or like, i made a few times and i didn't show up mm-hmm. there's so what, many th- what what was it that pulled you back like Honestly, I was I thought they would not understand mm. some parts because a lot of it is also culture, yeah, um, like cultural expectations, yeah, um, where I don't think they'll they um they would be able to relate, and so they can't help me, yeah, and and then I just I don't know I, again I think it's about being ready to seek that help, mm-hmm. and I wasn't ready I was yeah twenty one I guess twenty two, mm. so 
I wasn't ready and it was bad. I, I just kept like again suppressing everything mm. in denial. Have like some breakdown sometimes because it 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 got Obviously, too overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. And I feel for the people who have seen that and it's horrible because you don't want to put people in that position. Right. Because it's not their fault if they can't help. Yeah. So only yeah, only recently where I decided that I need to basically try and be kinder to myself and to help myself because mm-hmm. at the end of the day only you can help yourself mm-hmm. so yeah only, only recently that I've just kind of started looking for the right help and I don't know whether any of them will work to be honest but it's at least you know you're I'm trying and, yeah. and I'm hoping that people will also you know take those first steps to help themselves if yeah. they're dealing with something struggling with something really bad what made you feel like that now is the time to seek for for help help. like i think at one point it was affecting people that i loved a lot because they couldn't really understand Mm -hmm. why i was acting in a certain way or when i like um sort of um i don't know like like I live with my mom now and sometimes I really shut her out um, and that's but it's really nothing horrible. against her right it's, it's just you trying to grapple with all these like exactly yeah. yeah and sometimes you don't really want to tell her everything because you don't want her to worry yeah and it's the same with my partner I want to tell her tell him <laughs> I want to tell him, <laughs> him the cat's out of the bag <laughs> Andy is a I know it's a neutral name but <laughs> it's a male um, Andrew <laughs> yeah. Sandy, Sandy. hi Andy <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god no, you can um, come on the next episode yeah. about coming out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so much to <laughs> um, yeah, tell um, him that yeah um something to say um uh, I, I don't even remember i just keep thinking of andrea andrea and yeah um i think okay so i think i told him yeah i need to tell him certain things mm. at the start but then it progressed to like i tell him everything but like and it's a lot right? it's a lot yeah. for some for someone to take in someone else's issues is a lot um so that's in a way like you have to balance that kind of thing because he's dealing with stuff you know yeah everybody's dealing with stuff so you can't just like suddenly dump everything on someone yeah so does it help though when you are able to tell him oh uh, yeah definitely yeah. yeah um i think that's again like trust i guess when mm. you can trust someone um with everything yeah. um even the, the worst parts of you the most embarrassing things that kind of thing i think i was terrified to tell him certain things because i'm scared that it'd be too much um, but kudos to him he took it all yeah, on and, you he's know. still around he's so. still around thank god <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's still there a bit still tattered here. and yeah. battered but like <laughs> yeah. still, still there yeah. <laughs> yeah I suppose I suppose then it, it, it opens that dialogue with each other because it, it, quite frankly like I suppose it's better to be honest um, because it's, it's only the beginning I suppose yeah. in, in, the, in that sense you know yeah you you go through things together at some point 
And and it just shows the level of trust you have for each other, right? And respect, yeah, right? Exactly, yeah. Respect Mutually, like, key, you know, yeah. that he doesn't downplay all these like, experiences that you have. Yeah. Where can I find an Andy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, Andy it's a bit late to go back to Freshers now. <laughs> <laughs> you can just join <laughs> No, no, no. No, now it's just so weird that like, everyone's like almost younger. You know, last time, you know, I was so used to being like, I don't have to worry about age because I just I knew know. everyone was older. But yeah. now I'm just like, I mean, there's nothing wrong, but it's just like, you know, if someone's starting first year and I'm he- I'm in this stage of my I life. I know, eighteen. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah. No, I still I still call like parents like adults. Yeah. I'm like yeah. I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah. For a long time. I think we've been, <laughs> been, <laughs> been for years now, and I still like oh you know when I'm speaking to adults. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so you definitely so your your message is just essentially like you should the people should reach out. And and yeah. and go seek help when when they feel ready yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, mental health shouldn't be a stigma. Mm-hmm. It's not, um, it's not something negative that you should be embarrassed about. And the key thing here is everyone goes through their own journeys, and how how you cope with your own experiences is up to you. Mm-hmm. But I think um, it's. It's important to always be kind to yourself, even though half the time you always want to criticize yourself yeah. and say, oh, you deserve all these bad things. But honestly, everyone goes through something and it's just better to be kind to each other and I seek help. I think that's help. so important, like yeah, being kind to each other. I feel other. like we still lack that a lot we in do, our society. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. I I. I don't know why people think it's okay mm. to be so unkind, but yeah. I think actually at the end of the day, like everyone says, it's always just like it's the bullies are the ones who are actually going through something as well, right? Yes. Or yeah. like the, the the meanest people are the going through the hardest yeah. things. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, if you're like kind to someone, sometimes they're at their breaking point. It makes all the difference, right? Yeah, it yeah. makes all the difference. You know, Do you remember all the times like, when people have been kind to you? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, just even like. I remember I, 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 I get extremely touched when people hold the door for me. Like me too, yeah. <laughs> I just give up their seats when I'm yeah. or I I mean like I probably just look really tired in comfort and they're like, Do you wanna sit down? Like you feel like you're gonna you probably you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you need a break from life and I'm like, Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. I mean I've had like moments where honestly when I'm like listening to a song or something And you're just like my mind goes What are these tears? And then yeah, everything that yeah. I would say Whenever I've had a breakdown, it's like, <laughs> ran- like random. random. Yeah, it's really random because it's almost like when you let go a little bit, like suddenly but you don't. Oh, oh god! Oh god! Like ah, uh, yeah. I see, I it's, see. it's a few times like that. It's I never see. like, yeah. It's it's odd, but I think being able to speak about it more it makes me feel yeah. Even like talking about it today, you know, I feel comfortable because. I'm not ashamed of what's happened. That's or, amazing. Yeah, it's it's. I'm so it's proud of you. Oh, thank you. I'm so proud of you. Like I feel like a lot of times people just have a very narrow view of like not success but of strength and of courage. Yeah, yeah. But like strength and courage come in so many forms, and I think this is one of it. Like yeah, you know, it's cool. not just strength in the sense that like look, I climbed that mountain. Exactly, you know, yeah. like it's it's just you know everyday things. You know, exactly. and I think it's so real that like everyone goes through something mm. and that we should have this conversation more right more, like definitely, yeah. yeah definitely yeah and but what are you, what are, what is your advice to people who are not sure how to respond or handle when someone mm. opens up like this like what is what what can they do and like oh if someone opens yeah, if, up yeah yeah if like someone yeah you? 
Ooh. What what should their response be? Mm-hmm. Should it just be mm-hmm. like at the end of the day they should just listen? Mm-hmm. Like, I think yeah, this is always another thing. How do you react? How do you yeah. help someone who's struggling? Yeah, I don't think there's a right answer to this. Sometimes mm-hmm. someone telling you they don't want saving. Sometimes yeah. they they want you to just listen, or they literally just want to say it to somebody, and then and, just like and you're there, yeah, you know and. It's it's tricky, but it depends on who it is and how is, how much yeah. you know about them, how close <coughs> you are. For me, I think when I okay, like if I tell my partner, if I tell Andy anything, usually he listens fully, even though sometimes it doesn't fully make sense because I'm rambling. Mm. I'm but he doesn't my, stop you, right? He doesn't yeah. stop me, and he goes like, "Wait, can you like repeat what?" That so he's not trying sense. to like fix it, right? Yeah, yeah. because you can't fix it. it's almost like they're trying to make sense of what's happened and the best way is for them to say it out loud because then they hear themselves almost not just like trapped in their mind so I think the best way is definitely to listen Um, don't wait for them to finish so you can tell their story your own story right sometimes you are struggling as well but I think it's achieving that balance where you're both supporting each other yeah Yeah. Um, if it's critical and you know if if they're really going through something and, and you're worried to the point where you're really worried then I, I would suggest definitely like reaching out to the family member you know things like that um but at the end of the day i think if your friend needs you to listen i then think just listen just listen yeah, yeah. i think sometimes it, that's all it takes mm-hmm. just someone to show that they care mm-hmm. and that that they're not facing it alone mm. I suppose I think that's all it is like honestly being kind to each other and letting each other kind of like delve into their stories yeah I think something I realised as well like mm. at the end of the day it's so important to have a support system and I, yeah. I'm i so grateful for have um, and likewise for you I'm sure mm-hmm. like we're, I'm so grateful to have a support system because I realised that not everyone has one right like exactly, not everyone yeah. have not everyone has someone who they're comfortable or s- who f- who feels safe enough to like to share, to share. whatever they're going through you know yeah, so definitely yeah mm. I think yeah if you're struggling with something the best thing is to find what works for you in terms of the support you need mm. if it's not family if it's not, not friends, friends then you know seek professional help or speak to strangers yeah. you know go like try, try to find something that works for you because not everyone can speak yeah to their families yeah. or friends work friends you know that kind of thing I think it just depends on who you can trust mm-hmm. at the end of the day and who makes you feel safe yeah do you have like a, a hope for yourself almost like or I, w- I don't want to say goal because I feel like that makes it so I don't know like like it's like something you can tackle I mean not to say something mm. you can tackle but it makes it so like almost like I don't, know, I don't know what the word for it is, but like, is there a hope for you um, in terms of your mental, like, is there something mm. you're working towards? You yeah. know, like, would yeah. you hope, like, do you have a hope one day that that, you, that this is, this will happen? Mm-hmm. Or that, yeah. Do you, do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah, like, for sure. Nothing specific mm-hmm. other than feeling very confident in my own body, my own skin, um, my own skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone with a career kind of thing um and feeling that whatever that comes my way is because i wanted it to happen and i work towards it mm. so nothing is really given to me per se mm. I, you know um 
mental health i think it will be an ongoing journey for me um i don't think i've really um sort of uh solved everything from the past i feel like if this is only like the start of it's the journey start, right yeah. like it's like you acknowledged it and now we're like, exactly, like you know yeah and i think it's i feel great about it because i it took me a while to get to this point yeah uh i'm hoping the next point won't take too long yeah but, you know i'm not going to beat myself up yeah. if it takes a while um as long as i'm progressing um moving forward and honestly if i can help and connect with people more i think i'd be really happy with that um yeah because i think you actually truly understand what they're going through right mm, yeah having well, all these experiences you know yeah. yeah or at least trying trying to and and not yeah and just giving someone like a safe environment mm-hmm. to kind of just speak to me even though even if we haven't spoken to in ages or like never or, or never, never yeah. you know that kind of thing i i do have to say though like I don't know what it is about you but I've always felt that it's safe to talk to you like whatever oh. it is you know yeah, that's no, something I'm, that's I'd... something you're very good at like making people feel safe I think it's I don't know mate there's no I just don't feel any judgment when I speak to you yeah. and I, it's always been that case I don't know whether you were aware of it or not but yeah no, I mean yes because <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean like obviously I'm amazing now <laughs> don't you remember my distinction <laughs> <laughs> No I mean I just obviously like because we've stayed good friends for so long and i feel the same about you you know having this friendship for a long time we can like tell each other things mm-hmm. and i think it's it's hard for maybe most most people to kind of find that yeah um so i think honestly the being open and not judging probably comes with maybe feeling like i'm constantly being judged by other people mm. or being closed off by other people that I don't want other people to, to feel, feel like that, that way. with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I guess yeah, I'm 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 happy I give that feeling of <laughs> people that people can reach out. Um yeah, so hopefully like more people do share yeah. however they want to online yeah. or directly. Yeah. For those of you who can't see I'm actually smiling. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that like it's just audio. Not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe when this podcast grows we can yes. go on youtube you know you know how they actually have yeah. like you know like video the, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um okay just before we wrap up this episode yeah. then uh do you have anything any last words you want to say any i don't know anything any nuggets of wisdom or Ooh. just um nothing too major but mm-hmm. i would say um again how you know how how you would um treat well how how you would take care of your own you know body health uh, physical health we should always think about our mental and emotional health as well um feeling anxious stressed out depressed is not um a moral downfall it's mm-hmm. it's common is very normal mm-hmm. um we should always be able to speak about it um and we should always be able to reach out to people that we can trust um i just hope you know we can speak more about mental health in the future and and not make it stigma anymore we should break it tw- it's 2019 yes yes you know, 2020 soon you know 2020, like you said it's going to be able to yeah we should definitely be able to uh speak more about it so yeah i just hope that we all get on this you know this on this movement almost yeah. <laughs> yeah to get you know a bit more yeah 
Okay, that's amazing. So where can everyone find you? Or are you more private now? Like I, I mean, you could add me on, on my... <laughs> <laughs> you can add me if you want. Um, it's just maybe, private, maybe, Maybe you can just... Um, you can you can just promote your food account, you know? Because yes, that's okay. where it matters, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, okay. So I have a food account called Lil, uh, at Lilo Foodie on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I post loads of food photos. So um, you, can, you can find me on there. <laughs> um, and then that's it, really. I don't really have anything else. You don't want to say your personal one? Oh, my personal one is also <laughs> Leah Zuri. <laughs> you can add me if you're. It's just private because I was, yeah, getting a few stuff. Oh, nope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can add me if you want on Leah Zuri. All right. Thank you so much Thanks, for babe. coming on. Of thank you for having me. Bye, guys. Bye.